Hey listener, this is Alan, and I wanted to give a little intro because this may be confusing to the uh, <laughs> listener. It's not. It's not confusing, but I just wanted to hear myself speak. No, uh, so what you're about to hear is episode number 108, CSS 108, which was actually a live show recorded on Thursday, October 27th. Uh, we recorded episode 107 in the comfort of our home and our PJs. Um, and the following week, Squarespace version 6 dropped, so we felt obligated to open up the live mics and do a live show, and that's what you're going to hear now, CSS 108. Yeah, so how many, how many moleskins do you have at your desk right now? Or like at home, I've I've got four right now, um, but they're all going out this weekend. Um, I've got people from past shows that I haven't sent things out to yet, but I got a hold of them all. I got their addresses, so I'm going to go out this weekend and send them off. You know how I am with sending things, right? The the problem with yes. moleskins is you never you, you never want to write in it because you just screw it up. It's so beautiful. I know. It's like oh, I can only put my precious thoughts in there. Yeah, I really appreciate my the uh, yes. my precious <laughs> thoughts. I, I oh, only man. use mine currently for like my own web website redesign and marketing kind of ideas, and I think I'm on like page one so far. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's the first page at all with a moleskin. <laughs> right. Every start of a journey starts with a single step. Yes, and that's pencil, so I can be sure to keep it pristine. Well, should we mm. should we light the show? I think of I course think, we I shall, and this All will right, be clunky. So here we go. Yep. Hi, hi, this is Alan Hauser. This is Josh Bratton. And I'm Brandon Davenport. On this live edition, we have a special guest sitting in with us. Uh, but uh, we talk about Squarespace version six, friends and family. We're going to answer some live questions and explore some insights from Josh's recent Squarespace community survey again. So stick around as we try to shove way too much into our very first live experience that is content, structure, and style. Yay! Hoorah! Successful intro. It's certainly secure. We one-shotted it. Oh, this live puts the pressure on to be good, I tells ya. Yeah. That, that was really Unique professional, I have to say. You, that was really good. We deserve a pat on the back. Show's over. <laughs> yeah. Good night, everybody. So, um, <laughs> well, so yes, so Trevor is here. He's our special guest, Trevor Delaney from Hop Creative. Thanks, say, guys. I feel very special for being here. He's the one, he's the other one from Canada. We got like a, we, we have a 50%, 50 50 split I, here. I am. So the show has to be important because there's a hockey game on right now and I'm missing it. And My beloved Montreal Canadiens are playing the Boston Bruins. Let's not get too hasty. Right. Um, I like your site, Trevor. I'm on Hop Creative right now. Your, uh, your use of nice uh, big headlines and simple, nice, nice use of white space and all nights of good stuff there. I like your design. Thanks, dude. Thanks, dude. Yeah. I'm trying to make it really colorful nice. and friendly. Trash yeah, Pixels really is like in it. the forums, or in the uh, yeah, let's call it the forums. That sounds so much cooler. <laughs> he's in the he's <laughs> well, the live forums. Your makes me feel very happy. He's saying, "What's up, everyone? What's up, Trash Pixels?" <laughs> I, I like his name, Trash Pixels. That is awesome. Um, so we'll we'll talk with uh, Trevor uh, momentarily, or kind of around the corner. But first, uh, a little housekeeping for our live listener: you can find us streaming live over at Context Truck contentstructurestyle.com slash live and that was basically in there for the recording obviously and the listener is encouraged to pop into the conversation with his or her questions on our Skype account CSS show that's C three S's how or CS S show or you can chat live on the the live page there with the uh, chat and Brandon will be monitoring chat there. I, I said that, but you know we're we're all kind of watching out for you. So so welcome, listener. Two. Welcome, listeners. listener. <laughs> Jesus. So, Brandon. Yes. 
Oh, I was just saying hi. Um, so hey, uh, how's it going? So so V six, right? I mean, so uh, you guys, we what what's funny about this show here is we recorded uh, about a week ago or two weeks ago, maybe episode 107 it never aired because i didn't get it edited and then here comes v6 so we're like hey so we'll probably have something like we've landed on the moon on our next episode something just like when v6 launches it'd be just really strange so hopefully hopefully we'll we'll launch that show as like a little bonus coming out in the future at some point but oh yeah um so what do you guys want to talk about V6? Um, I know, uh, you know, there was, of course, the blog post. There was the, there was, you know, three or four hours. I don't know how, how many hours we all, we all waited on Twitter. And we kind of, like, <laughs> got really belligerent. Oh, yeah, the, the hello world, pound sign V6. And that's nothing else. Everyone's just like, what's going on? I know, it was a it tease. Was, it was very suspicious. The uh, the 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 tribe got a little restless for a while there, didn't they? Yeah, and and, and it oh, wasn't yeah. like it wasn't one of those, you know, well known mm-hmm. things. I don't think a lot of people you know, knew what was even going on, but you know, there was yeah. there was definitely ten or so of us who were just like, come on, <laughs> got very got extremely excited, <laughs> right? And I deleted a lot of tweets probably that day. <laughs> oh my god you god damn it that was horrible <laughs> wow jamie jamie in the comments is uh saying that apparently the delay was because of tech crunch oh yeah because because i, oh, I they think they did they, they blasted it out now now uh brandon did they blast it first yeah I, I think they or at the same exact time pretty much yeah they kind of they they broke it with their big story on on squarespace v6 and you know the the big things that it's gonna do, which it was a pretty good story on on uh, on tech uh, tech crunch. I thought. Yeah, I guess more about housekeeping stuff is uh, three quarters of us on the show right now are kind of contractually obligated to not discuss any more than the world knows. So to do a show talking about V six is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> It's so a ro- it's a little rocky. So, so let's talk about why, V5. Like, why you gotta get down on me like that? I mean, I come on. <laughs> <laughs> we need like a secret sign to, if we start talking about too much, and it's like, ah, ah, ah. right? Oh, oh, oh. yeah. So the squares okay. and just don't comment because this is live. They know what's happening now. They probably tap the feed in. They have like the ninjas like outside our houses right now. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh, hey, Johnny I, I, here is here too. Johnny Roundtree from uh, Twitter and uh, Squarespace community member in the comments. Welcome, welcome. Incredible. We have a, I know nine viewers. This is great. Welcome everybody. We are the Squarespace community. Woo. That's right. I think the person who made the who made the funniest tweet about V6 was Kristen Hyde that says, uh, "No, mine." In celebration of in celebration of Squarespace V6, we're throwing a meteor shower this weekend. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> that was good. Was that about that the rapture? Nice. The rapture that didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> it was supposed to happen that day. Again, again. Yeah, didn't it's been happen. delayed. Again. Yeah. Yeah. So the the uh, official Squarespace blog. I'm sure probably anyone listening to this has already has already read it, and you've probably viewed the video. And if you if you didn't get into the beta invite yet, you probably paused the video and like looking at at some things that are in there. Um, you can see like some drag drop awesome functionality. Um, V6 is incredible. Um, I don't know if, if if anyone out there in the chat area has any you know questions or comments about anything that maybe we can talk Pick about. Pick our brains. Be cool. Yeah, let's let's get some questions going here. But but I did have a few things that that kind of jumped out at me that I I was immediately interested in. Yes. Um, for example, with the um, the templates that they're developing. I, I read somewhere, I don't know if it was them or another reaction post or whatever, but I, I believe they're going to be starting off with two templates to, uh, dedicated to portfolio sites, right? And uh, much of V6, they're going to be building templates for specific types of sites. So like design sites and, um, you know, blogs and uh, maybe even e-commerce sites down the road they've alluded to. So um, I'm wondering, where's the blog site coming out because or template coming out? Mm. Because that... 
that's where my interest lies. And um, so I'm, I know I'm one yeah. kind of segment of the old Squarespace user community, but you know, that's, that's what I want to see. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think that since the, the blog isn't on the forefront at the moment, um, I think it may be holding a few people back to, you know, permanently like moving something over, or creating something new on V6 mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah. I, yeah. I would say, so. I mean, I think, I think the world views blogs. I mean, it's it's hard. It's kind of hard to know what people may may think of a blog. I guess. I mean, when when you view a photo gallery, it's packed with you know beautiful photos, and and the UI is is to its maximum. I mean, I mean, you're you're, you're pretty much focused on what you should be looking at. When, when there's a blog, who knows where the eyes are going? You know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, you you might start reading, and then you know what content do you put on kind of a demo blog to to go out there and sell this to people. Um, to, so, so to me, I think maybe it was intentional to to push, um, to 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 go ahead and release what can't be done currently in V5 templates. You know, to to show just just the awesomeness that that you might be able to see. And yeah, and if you're following people on Twitter, I mean, I mean, you can you can uh, do a hashtag um, search for Squarespace Six without the V, and and you'll see a lot yeah. of people kind of posting their their beta portfolios and stuff like that. And even, even if they're not touching them, you know, if, if they're just adding photos, they're just, they're incredibly beautiful just immediately. So maybe it's because yeah. they didn't yeah. touch yeah. them. Those photos, I, those photo templates that they, you know, in the video, I mean, it's, it, they're absolutely amazing. They're beautiful. So I have to think the next round of templates, you know, whenever they come, if they're blog templates or business, they're going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I really like V6 because it sort of um, contrasts developers and um, consumers more. So uh, you have incredible amounts of control, but as a consumer, you can really get some some amazing things done very quickly and much more easily than I think. I think even in V5, you might be able to do it a bit easier than you can in V5 for, mm-hmm. for, for the bigger chunk of tasks. You know, I'm looking forward to that, uh, especially because seeing what you can do just on the interface side um, and with just, you know, my level of knowledge of JavaScript and, and HTML, which isn't much, but enough to get me by. You know, I can now, not without having to create all sorts of divs and CSS, I can just drag stuff onto the grid and, um, you know, create all sorts of neat uh, combinations of uh, content. Um, and and that that to me seems really neat, I think. Yeah. And one of the things like I don't have a huge issue with them not focusing on the blog to begin with, because um, even though the blog is a predominant platform for creating a website, I think focusing on more of the portfolio thing um, is a good idea because it sort of covers everything because portfolio can be anything. It can be a blog, it can be a picture gallery, it can be a, you know, a social stream or whatever it can be. Um, But what I think they've really started to get right that, uh, that nobody else has seemed to do is. Um, really nail the day-to-day process for a writer like myself or a designer is just getting the day-to-day tasks managed in the CMS itself. So you can make your own workflow inside Squarespace now. Because before it was sort of like clunky and it was sort of weird, but I think they've really gotten something. They've really got something there for the day-to-day. That's neat. I think. That's neat. Well, that's, that's really good to hear. Um, I do hope they, they come out with those blog uh, templates. Um, if we want to talk about, you know, how... Um, uh, I think a lot of people do use the blog, and I don't know if if the people that answered my survey recently are just overly bloggers, you know, which is entirely possible, and so my survey kind of sample is skewed. Or um, if they're if they're correct, it's about three quarters of the people that responded to my survey say they use their blog. So I know we talked about that a little bit in our last episode. That's still in yeah. <clears throat> edits, edits, but. Um, but uh, yeah, so I really hope that's what they're planning to do next. Yeah, Squarespace is considered a very serious blogging platform. I think now they've pretty they pretty much established themselves as a as a solid blogging platform. They're so good. I mean, my my blog is really easy to run, and I'm yeah. I don't know it's I, I've I love it. So why, why wouldn't you? Exactly. Why wouldn't you? Why um, wouldn't you? Yeah, we actually have another question from a listener it was it was emailed in uh and it's about html5 and css3 and responsive oh this i'm already in the question i'm already in it i'm waiting in it so oh my goodness is that, so, is that again another question from dustin uh i don't know 
Dustin who? <laughs> Are you looking in the... Oh, Dustin Lear? Dustin Lear? Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yes. <laughs> yes, D- Dustin <laughs> Lear asks the following... Uh, HTML5 and CSS3 and responsive web design are starting to really take off, and Microsoft trying to kill IE6. Thank the web gods. Uh, with these new technologies starting to become mainstream, will Squarespace v6 take advantage of such, such things? I know I can build custom CSS to the CSS. So the CSS3 is no problem, but will responsive web design be built directly into v6 or as we as designers developers continue to be responsible for fluid grids once v6 launches blah 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 i'm not good Um, at reading they're going to be they're going to be taking that into very strong consideration like something that i'm already surprised at is you know going more into like the css3 area of things like you have things like border radiuses and box shadows and things like that and it still surprises me that that's, those settings aren't available in the WYSIWYG style editor in V5 already. That sort of surprises me. But I'm pretty sure um, when it comes to the V6 side of the house, it's gonna, there's going to be some pretty, uh, some pretty serious consideration when it comes to implementing new stuff like HTML5 and CSS3. Yeah, um, I think, you know, you know um, it, was, it was announced. I'm, 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 not, I'm not sharing secrets by saying, you know, it, it was announced early on that you can add wh- whatever you want, you know, as, as, as far as the HTML goes from, you know, within HTML start and HTML end, apparently you can, you can put in whatever you want. So I think, um, you know, if, if you are skilled enough, then, then you can certainly do whatever you want to do. Um, it's, it's still to be seen what, you know, what the, the, the default settings might be. And I guess if, even if you were to lock people into, you know, a, a fluid design that that more responsive design i guess you could say that when, when you know that, that would adapt to multiple screens i mean you know it it it's gonna be it, it'll work for some and it'll it'll hinder others so i, I don't know i don't know if, if, if it's a good a good solution just to yeah. build something like that in i mean and if they can a- pull it off the right way i think it would be incredible but i i have to think that would be hard to you know, put into, uh, I don't know whether it was a WYSIWYG or a couple sliders. I mean, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Like think, yeah. Being able to edit all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, I just heard a whip. My thingy. I don't know who it was. I thought it was someone <laughs> wanting a question. Thing. Um, indeed. Uh, so, um, I was, I was actually, th- there was a, th- there was a recent tweet by, by Jeffrey Zeldman that, that I, I, I thought it was pretty cool. He said, uh, graceful de- degradation is the right principle for browsers. Progressive enhancement is the right principle for developers. Um, kind, kind of what he's saying is, you know, um, developers want to progressively enhance all, all they can. You know I mean? It's like you want to put rounded corners. You want to put text shadows. You want to put yeah. all, all, all these things that maybe some browsers won't even handle. But by by adding those things, at least it's you know it's more beneficial to the people who can see them. Uh, it was I announced a while ago, but I'm actually working on something new for uh, the site I run. And um, the thing is, trying to support older browsers, even IE8, when you're dealing with a one dude team that's trying to make something amazing, and you've got all these browsers that are incredible and they they allow you to do amazing things, but you have these. IE9, sure, it's passable, like it's all right, but then you have IE8, 7, 6, and God knows what else. Uh, you have those browsers off to the side that you just want to forget about. And sure, if I had a bigger team of people that could, you know, help me with this, I'd go and support it. But I have to make my cutoff IE9, and IE8 and 7 and 6 just have to, I have to ignore those because I don't have the time or energy to make my my awesome stuff work in those older browsers. Right. And I and I I'm not the kind of person where I can just cut off certain features for people where they just because their browser doesn't support it. And um looking at the recent trends for um for uh browser usage, IE6 is going down, IE7's going down. IE8 is for some reason still the the strongest uh version of Internet Explorer right now and IE9 is slowly uh taking away share from IE8, but that the whole Internet Explorer spectrum of browsing is just so stale right now, mm-hmm. um, and it's incredibly yeah. hard to develop for anything else other than IE9. And uh, I think that's why Microsoft's trying. 
I don't think they're – it doesn't feel like they're trying though. But they say they're trying to drop support for IE6. But they need to stop saying IE6. They need to say we're trying to drop support for anything other than our latest browser. Right. They really you know do. What I mean? I think that's – They've got exactly. I think, that's, I think they've got a horrible branches. mindset. Like, you know what? As a fifty thousand person company, we're doing our darndest, and we're putting as much money as we can into into making sure that our eleven year old browser doesn't get used as much. And it's, we bought Skype. Oh, like, good lord! I'm down. Okay, like, so so you can actually go go to uh, Brandon's website. Go to okgeek.com forward slash browser for for the most awesome. Uh, page that you will see that uh, that basically will it, it'll throw that back and kind of uh, say, "Oh, you're running IE anything less than nine? That page, page isn't ready yet because I'm still running our oh. old JavaScript and sort of which it, no, it runs fine, but <laughs> it doesn't run. It doesn't well detect, right? It does no, it doesn't run well in Internet Explorer right now because I haven't switched over to the new JavaScript engine that we're running. <laughs> Funny. So, that's the problem. Not I, for, for the moment, our Internet Explorer error page is not working in Internet Explorer right now. So <laughs> we're having a bit of a problem right now. <laughs> that's an oh, awesome man. error. Oh man, it's horrible. That's it's great. just a nightmare. And I have a few friends that still use Internet Explorer. I'm like, Psh, come on, man, get a new browser. I recommend Chrome to everybody. Because WebKit has a browsing engine, I think it's like number one, numero uno, best thing ever. And but for those for those of us that still do client stuff, like I mean, Alan, you must get asked, you know, or or you know, every now and then someone will say like, "Well, this isn't working," and this I can't see this, and then you're like, "Well, what browser are you in?" And then it's like Internet Explorer seven. And you're like, great, right? Yeah, yeah and, I, and you I, try to get. The, oh, go ahead. Now here's, here's I'm gonna tell everybody a pro tip right now. Pro um, tip. I think one of the biggest blockades when it comes to you've all, you've probably everybody here has had this issue where you're you got a friend you got a family member um, and or sibling and you, they have this Internet Explorer eight seven six whatever eight nine whatever and they're just not having a good time and you're like this isn't working it's like because it's Internet Explorer but they keep refusing to upgrade because they're used to Internet Explorer right part of the part of the uh, the issue of people not upgrading is they're intimidated by new browsers. They're used to Internet Explorer and favorites or whatever they have or Yahoo Toolbar. Um, so there's a secret weapon that is actually pretty awesome. And I, I'm sure everybody knows about it, but it's Chrome Frame. And what it essentially does is it's a, it's, a, uh, it's a product from Google where any Internet Explorer user can go and uh, go to Google, just Google search Chrome Frame, and you can link to that page. And what Internet Explorer um, can uh, users can do is they can click a button on the Google Chrome Frame site, and it'll install the WebKit browsing engine over top of Internet Explorer's browsing engine. So then, when they go to browse the different websites, instead of using Internet Explorer's, you know, website breaking engine, it'll instead use WebKit. So they're essentially using Chrome, but they have everything that Internet Explorer has. So they're, they don't, as a user, they don't notice anything different. They're just getting a better experience. Yeah. So they you don't know, have to switch uh, hey, browsers. Very cool. Hey, uh, hey I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt your uh, browser uh, podcast, but there's all these guys in the chat room <laughs> that are uh, apparently tuned into the wrong channel looking for a Squarespace show. I, I don't know. I think Squarespace is on the right channel and Brandon's on the left over here talking about mm. browsers. I guess Can so. I guess so. Well, we've had uh, we've had in the comments we've had Shane and uh, Jake and um, Jason joining us. So welcome, guys. And if you have any questions, as well as anybody else who's in the chat room, uh, leave them for us, and we'll talk about those topics. Browser space, browser space. This is the show called Browser Space. Okay, now I think something that that get yourself together, Alan. Come on, this is, yeah, this is it's live. me. This is, this is live, this is live broadcasting. Pull it together, um, fellas. Something, so pull it together, guys. Um, this is something that I think is going to be a a big like hurricane of questions all on its own for Squarespace version six is the mobile side of things. Like, because right now you know you're scouring the internet for all these different services that can you know. Uh, pack up your site nicely for a mobile browser, but is there does um, does anybody know um, like uh, what's going on with the mobile stuff? Because I I don't know a whole lot. No, I mean I, I don't know, think it's been announced. 
You know, I, saw, I read an article today on Twitter. I'll try and find it and share it in the chat here. But um, they were saying something about, you know, at different sizes, the images would be automatically resized for, for whatever browser you're in. So that that made me think that all of a sudden that maybe there was this element that we, we don't really know about that um, there's kind of some automatic uh, user agent detection and, and some style yeah. sheeting or something that that uh, will help uh, not create mobile sites but you know browser style optimized cheating. sites. I think it's called style yeah. sheeting. Yeah, because you can't you can use tags like meta, like meta tags like you know how Josh you're familiar with like meta tags for descriptions and titles and tags and things like that, right? Of for course. web pages. There's yeah. actually there's meta tags for things like screen size that uh, certain browsers read on certain devices, so you can specify certain style sheets you want to use for a website based on the screen size of the device it's running on. So, mm-hmm. to put on similar terms, like let's say you're you're on an iPad or a, a Juju tablet or whatever that's that have these days, what? and you go to you go to visit, um, uh, you know, like whatever website contentstructurestyle.com on your tablet. Um, Alan could put in a meta tag that says, if screen size is, you know, this big, then load this style sheet that's good for the iPad. You talking about media or, queries? So you, yeah. Yeah, media queries. Right. Mm-hmm. Browser so, tab, browser show. Exactly. Again, no, but here's, but, here's, but, here's what, but here's where it ties into V6. What I want to see from V6 is the ability to have, you know, how, in, you know, you can have different styles, right? But be able to have sort of like styles within a style that says like, okay, so I have this thing, but then be able to style things separately for the mobile. So say, I want to start making my iPhone theme. So take the central elements I have now, but then allow me to design things for an iPhone and Squarespace will take care of the the media queries that take place to detect an iPhone or an Android device or things like that. And then allow me just to design and just have that part as my own because I can put a lot more effort into that. Yeah. Exactly. Instead of trying to manage all different style sheet files, I think that would be important. Any more? Uh, any more questions from the forum that uh, that you saw? I, I can't see the screen from here. So, what? What's going on? Nothing. Hey, we're just just looking for more questions from the uh, forum area, chat room. All right. Where can we go now? Oh, Trevor's here. Hey, Trevor. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm here. <laughs> so um so Trevor tell us about Hop Creative what uh how long how long you been in business and stuff what Yeah was that? so uh Oh sorry it was your chair No that couldn't have been me come on <laughs> The uh so let's see I've been doing this for a long time but it, you know it wasn't until a couple of years ago I said you know what I'm just going to put a business name on it and see where it goes and I kind of started out, you know, with WordPress and just other sites, doing stuff for family, almost for free, you know, seeing, seeing what would happen. And then, uh, you know, slowly over time, I kind of found Squarespace and thought it was awesome. Uh, it was really easy to use. Not only that, you know, at the t- I wasn't really a coder, so to speak. Like, you know, I didn't really know CSS, HTML that good, a little bit, but not that good. I always considered myself more like a f- kind of designer, you know? Yeah. So anyway... Um, you know, that, it was good, though, because it was a good introduction to code, you know, those custom CSS areas and all that stuff. So uh, little by little, I went from, um, you know, family sites to, you know, bloggers would end up contacting me, wanting a site at small businesses like sole proprietors that own maybe their own shop out of their house as a second job type thing. And slowly kind of just kept doing it, worked my way up to kind of, you know, now I, I guess small businesses, you know, I wouldn't say it. Um, I do, you know, extremely large sites, but I'm certainly doing a lot more now than I used to. I mean, it's funny. I, I almost don't even think of myself as a developer, but I, I mean, I guess I am. I mean, I can take a Photoshop mock-up and turn it into code, so that's good. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so that's it. And then I've been just kind of trucking along, um, you know, doing my thing, and uh, it's steady. I mean, I, I don't know. It's it, A lot of people come to me through Squarespace. A lot of people want Squarespace sites, you know? Yeah. I still think it's like this, the, the kind of best-kept secret on the web for kind of publishing platforms, you know? I, I still do a bit of WordPress stuff, but not not a lot. I mean, it's, I'd say I'm like 95, 9% Squarespace, so... Cool. So, so yeah. I, I got a qu- I got a question for you there, Trevor. When we've talked about this on the show before, but when do you decide whether you're going to do a WordPress site or a Squarespace site? Is that the client, or is that, or when it's up to you? What do you consider? I generally, I mean, now I try to push 
I almost tried to push people into Squarespace. At first, I'd almost let them decide this, even a year ago when I was doing this. But what I found, you know, kind of one of the reasons I, I always love going to Squarespace is clients find it dead simple to use. I don't, I don't get, you know, all these questions, you know, people coming back to me about WordPress stuff or should they upgrade to 3.1.2.1.4 .1 or something like that and worry about widgets breaking and stuff. So, so for me, you know, it just... Considering you know how well I know the platform, um, I, I try to get clients on there, but not not. I don't want to get them there because I like it. I, I just find I get them into it first, get them to explore it a little bit, and, and you know they end up they end up loving it. So it's kind of like a win win. Cool. So um, that's cool. You and I have talked on on chat, or we've chatted on iTalk. You see what I did? <laughs> I the internet. Yeah, and um, I mean, I, I think we both kind of handle the same kind of clients, but but we both agree that we don't do much local stuff, if at all. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's, yeah that's true. I mean, it's like, I, I think 99% of, of my clients are not non-locals. That's how you want to say it. But um, do, yep. do you still do you still do print things and, and stuff like that, right? You still do it like InDesign. Yeah. It's funny. On my site, it probably says I do somewhere. Um, I do a little bit, but not much. Like, you know, even like I said, even a year ago, I was doing it, you know, print quite a bit. But, it, you know, I'd say about 25 percent of like what I would do and 75 percent was web. But but now it's it's all web. I mean, you know, here and there, I'll do the print job. I'll get requests for logo designs and stuff, but I don't even bother with it anymore. I'd, I'd like to stick to kind of, you know, web and user interface and user experience design, whatever we want to call it. So, yeah. Cool. It's not like you're an idea guy as well. Like you come up with these big ideas and then you, you sort, you're sort of like me, like you build them clumsily almost. Like you take pieces <laughs> and you make, you know what I, you know, you know what I mean? You build them totally. totally. I, I'm you know what I mean? Like you have all these amazing ideas and then you try to find a way you can make it and then refine it. Same yep. as me, man. Self-taught. I, I spend, you know, I do spend a lot of time in you know, Photoshop, obviously. Like I probably still spend more time on the design part you know, part of things than the code. Um, but yeah. you, before I even go into that, like I, I do try to have a whole bunch of chats with, with, a, with a client or whatever project I'm working on just to try to yeah. get as much information as I can from them, you know, like, and just, and just get their ideas so I can come up with some ideas to, you know, try and make it, make it work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the thing with me though, is when people say, when I say to people, I'm going to do a mock-up for me, it's, it's easier for me to, to, whip up an HTML page and I can write CSS like English. So I'm like, blah, 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 write it out, do it up. And then bam, I have a mock-up little thing of the piece of the thing I'm working on. And it sort of works. And it's faster yeah. for me to do that than do like a Photoshop mock-up thing. It's faster for me to do that. And then I can send it to them. And they can somewhat see how it works. Hmm. I me. think it kind of depends on the client. I, I totally hear you. There's yeah. a couple projects I still do that for. And that's when I know that like you know the clients it's i, I kind of have free reign like they're trusting whatever i say i'll go right into like squarespace yeah. and start coding it out because I, I can do that too not i wouldn't be able to do it as fast as you but i can do that too mm -hmm. but then like you know there's a big project i'm working on now where they're all about design all about the pixels so you know I, and i said okay well, let's do all two photoshop mock-ups you know landing pages uh, they're, they're very particular oh, yeah. um but you know, I'm spending a lot of time in there and, and just making sure the design is right before I even go into the code. I think I think my my favorite my, my, my favorite clients. I mean I, I, I do love del delving into design because I, I do most of, of my work in, in fireworks first and then get a lot of sign off and do those kind of things and then get into the Squarespace mode. And I think it's that way just because that's kinda of how I've always done things. But but those ones who are just like yeah, I, I just want to do a website and we talk about it and I give them a quote, they sign off and they, you know, I just go ahead and start with a, a, a basic, you know, free Squarespace account. And then in like a week, I'll say like this and they say, great, perfect. <laughs> and we're done. And it's the most shocking thing I've ever, I mean, I like fainted last week when it happened. It was like, wait, no, because I, I can update, I can change. I mean, do you want me to give you a couple ideas of something else? No, I didn't do that. Was my work-to-pay ratio one? What happened here? Um, for me, I haven't done a whole lot of client work, but the client work I've done is for people that know a lot more than me, and they just don't have time to do it. So I've I've come under the the thing of like, oh, this this border is is two pixels off from the actual element it's surrounding. What's up with that? And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. 
these two boxes right here, the one that's on one page and one that's on the other page, that nobody's going to notice. The border radius is one pixel different. Yeah. It's like, okay. That, yeah, that's most of my work. I, 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 I get screenshots from, from the CEO who's, you know, I mean, and it's not the CEO's project, but he'll send screenshots with arrows like your margins are out of whack. And, but you know and, what? And big giant red arrows. <laughs> but you know what? I see it for me like this is one, you know, just I mean, I'm essentially just starting out on this stuff, but it's like, but like, I see it as more of a learning experience, knowing, you know, to keep pushing myself and being like, you know what, maybe next time I'll I'll do like another double take and see like, hey, is this border is this border matching or something? Just make sure everything's just bam bang on. Yeah, and then next you time know I have One thing I started doing too, the, just lately in the last three projects, and you guys might do this already, but uh, it's working awesome. Um, you know, if I get a new gig, you know, new client project, I get them to go in and I start the Squarespace site right away before I even touch design. I put it on the developer template, and I get them to go in and I say, "This is this, this is your Microsoft Word now. I don't want a Word <laughs> file with with everything." I go in, I make the structure of the site just blue links and just white background. I get them to go in and slowly start putting in the contents, and I I tell them how to do H twos, H threes, H ones, all that stuff, and paragraph text. That's incredible. Yeah, and then what I do is I go and I'm working on the design. It's the same time they're doing that, and once it gets approved, I start coding, and it all just starts coming together. So I mean, it's been working it so awesome, and they're getting that trained like on one it. of the most. That sounds like one of the most efficient workflows I've heard of it's anybody. A, it's, a, who's... it's a it's amazing. Like, and I just started that, and the thing is, they get their, their training. Like, I had this. Uh, there's a client I'm working on right now, um, and they were really slow and really scared of Squarespace and just scared of the web in general. And they're they're absolutely loving it now. They're they're updating everything, and you know every day they see more things done. Um, mm-hmm. You know because I'm not I'm not affecting their content. I'm doing stuff with CSS, and because they're tagging things with H2s, it's all coming together. It's like a 50 page exactly. site, so it's uh, it's working out pretty good. Hmm, cool, exactly. Nice. Very neat. I remember. Um, I remember back when uh, I was I was in high school and um, that last year. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm I'm talking way back, like a year. Um, back back when back when IE eight, it was the new hotness. Like everyone was using IE eight. It was incredible. Um, and my school uh, wanted a new website. Like I've been working on their website. Well, I guess I shouldn't say my school. I said I wanted a new website for the school. But I've been work managing their site for like three years, and. Um, I said, like, we got to get a new thing because this sucks or whatever. It was, like, it was really janky. And I said, let's move to Squarespace. And they're like, oh, my God, they're so scared. And it's like, whatever. Because it was hosted through, like, the school board. And I was like, oh, it sucks. Because it's like, it you go, always, like, this, yeah. this, this, this is how bad it was. This is how bad it was. It would be, like, our domain name was, like, eastviewss.com or .ca or something. I don't know. Whatever it was Canada like, uses, yeah. And then, would, and then it would, like, <laughs> do, like, a redirect to eastview.schoolboarddomain.whatever.on.ca and then it would do like a loop back, back through the it was, it was just horrible it was horrible and so i got a new domain eastview.me and i redid the site and everything so they're the first high school in there to have their own high, and they love it square they're editing it themselves now like they can do everything themselves before like if a teacher wanted like a um like a uh a page for their, you know, club they were running or something. They had to like, you know, call the tech guy and he'd make it or whatever. But now they can just do it themselves, so it's awesome. Yeah, I, and then I we, look at our local government pages. You know, like we we have. Oh, states. that's incredible. We have states down here in the United States. What's um, that? Oh, they're like provinces, but cooler because there's like fifty. <laughs> there's like more of them. Um, yeah. Um. So anyway, they uh, you know, it's like most every high school elementary school most every school system slash government site are are just like the most pathetically horrible sites that i've ever seen i swear I to mean, god they should have like a tagline for this like, stuff they should have a tagline at the bottom on every single one that says like i can't believe this is in geocities <laughs> they should have something like that jamie just um, looked at your uh your school website brandon and he said it looks great oh that's cool yeah yeah they, they didn't they didn't they haven't screwed it up so far I did the design. Hopefully, it's hold, held together so far. I'm pretty sure it's held together with duct tape by now. <laughs> it's pretty. It, eh. We need more tables. HTML. <laughs> no, this is another thing. You guys want to hear a horror story? No, Going in to work I, on the, on the old school that. website? No. The entire website layout was one big table. Nice. <laughs> it was one big table. And, like, it was column one, two, sidebar. And then it was tables inside that table cell. It was just 
nightmare. You really are young then, because that's how we used to build them. It's like, Back in my day. That's like blacksmith material. We didn't even have tables. <laughs> we used to... <laughs> when I was in high school, all the kids used Yahoo. <laughs> I was writing a blog I was writing a blog post about all this two warp. Wow. This comedy break is brought to you by Bing. Bing for <laughs> No it's not. We don't use Bing. Who uses Bing? So um I, I think uh Josh, uh, do you want to hop over and tell us any more about your uh, survey? Since we're so way off kilter, this is a Squarespace thing. Yeah, we're not even talking about Squarespace anymore. Yeah, yeah, I did that survey about Squarespace here. And um, I don't know, I've got uh, tons of information here, so I can just rattle off a few questions. and Just then read it all. Maybe, <laughs> I don't want to read it all because, you know, it, it's, it's you know, there's so many morsels that you got to just digest every course of a, of a wonderful meal. So that's that's one of the great things. If anybody's looking to blog or create a content strategy as designers, when you have clients that are like, what do I do now? These are great things. Have them survey their question, their customers and what? then uh, blog about their customers because that way they don't have to create the content. You have people you know, create it for you and then you share it with them and then everybody wins. So it's... It's uh, th- that's neat when you can create content like that because that yeah. gets you search traffic, that gets you uh, community, that gets you all sorts of great things that are wonderful on the internet. That gets you adoration of your fans and subscribers. Um, you know, Squarespace should make a survey. They should make wow. a survey. You know what? That's a great idea. <laughs> maybe they will when they hear this. Wait, they did that. Yeah, maybe when they hear that you've made a survey, they'll go, "Oh, that's a really good idea. We should make a survey as well." And then they'll go make a survey. I'm wow. monitoring your chat. One second. No, the, apparently the hit feature is the grids in the V6. The grids for... Uh, we didn't talk at all about that. That's a, incredible. The system they've put together for um, HTML pages. Uh, or I don't... I am not in the beta and I haven't gone into the extensives of the grid stuff. But have you guys been using that? Um, Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But when you really think of it, that's such a powerful tool to be able to quickly deploy a page... That you're not having to go, okay, div, close div, position div, margin, float left, blah, blah, blah. So for this page format, you're just able to drag and drop, move stuff around. Drop it in. It's incre- I think that's incredible. And also the ability, I'm pretty sure you can add widgets in, right? So you can throw all oh, this yeah. stuff in, like bam, boom, boom. And then you're not having to rely on, you know, like Twitter widgets and all this stuff from other external services. It's all built in and baked into V6. I think. I'm looking forward to that a lot. It's definitely one in the top three or top five features of V6, the grids. That's incredible because half the battle of making a cool HTML, plain HTML page is just trying to type out all the divs and CSS to position everything properly and make sure um, it's it formatted properly in all different browsers. And they have a flexible width. It's a completely different nightmare. Jason Barone says WordPress and all the other platforms are going to asterisk, asterisk, asterisk their pants on that feature. <laughs> now, right. I'm not that sure. That is right. I'm not sure if there's a swear word that fits in there that has three letters. I don't know. Might need, put an extra, uh, might need to put an ast- extra asterisk in there. Ass. Ass their pants. So, so <laughs> that brings up... What? Uh, I think with the whole grids thing, when you talk about that, that kind of... For the folks that don't know a lot of CSS and uh, HTML to, to do custom designs for their Squarespace clients, but they, they have... They can... You know, they, that's 44% of the designers out there that don't use custom CSS. Now they're going to have those great positioning and formatting options so that they've got the, you know, they've got the ability to create these designs. And now they're going to be able to, you know, position everything the way they want without having to know the code. So uh, it's, what do you guys think? Will this bring parity to Squarespace designers everywhere, potentially? Did we lose Brandon? No, I think he's still here. Um, no. No, um, you have like a little line through your Skype icon thingy. I, I have a little line means. through my. What happened? But that means I'm busy because I saw some people I know come online and they're gonna be ah. like, blip 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 blip. So inconsiderate. Myself is busy now. I won't be annoyed. Um, no, it's not. It's more be, not being annoyed. Um, what was I gonna say? I oh, they were they were saying in terms of formatting with grids and putting and using them for different places on your sites just beside plain HTML pages. Um, Apparently, you're going to be able to format certain types of journal posts using a system similar to that. I'm not, I don't know, um, but uh, that was reading in the post and comments. And for some, I 
I pulled it from somewhere, but <clears throat> you're going to be able to style journal posts differently using a system somewhat like that, I think. Like, yeah, with, with grids. So, so you might be able to do some, some unique layout to each post. Exactly. Something. Like uh, like if you're going to go like something in style like New York Times, like three column, you know, newspaper style post or something like that. Who knows? You could probably pull off something like that. You know, and, and I think I wonder with the new TDK and you guys might not be able to say or maybe don't even know yet. But, What's you know, if you can create if you can create your own template, then you guys can basically create maybe little extensible components of the blog so you could have something that just feeds in maybe a custom uh live fire comment system or something and just have uh that little type of widget and that is very configurable and easy for the client to maintain or for you to access or whatever and then something for the uh, something for the you know uh uh, there's really great social media plugins now where like as you scroll down the page you've got you have a little banner that slides down at the top and is really unobtrusive but is uh, noticeable and mm-hmm. says did you like this article share you know those are really neat ways to try and uh, increase those types of engagement goals of a website uh, or or the activity there of a website now and um, I don't know I just think that if this new grids component is combined with the custom tdk template design aspect then you could do a lot of really amazing things and i wonder is that just too much or is that is that possible i don't know can you talk about it i think you said it all you're right the answer is 42 (laughs) no i i I know exactly what you're saying there was a lot of marketing terms that you threw in there just to be wordy that was incredible all kinds of like uh what's your what was the fun i'm really hoping the grid system will bring more more innovational synergy to the V6 platform. Yes. And clicks therein. <laughs> what was the funnel that you talked about? <laughs> like, I think it was last week you said something about a funnel. The goal funnel? The goal funnel. I love oh, that. Oh, man, the goal funnel. What the heck is the goal funnel? <laughs> the goal funnel? buying cycle there's a decision process right you become aware of of the need for something you become aware of potential um, uh, uh, solutions you research your solutions you consider you narrow and then you finally make your your purchase and so that is known uh, loosely as the goal funnel because it's shaped like a funnel this is really interesting a lot of people up at the top that are aware of their needs and as they move through eight stages they you know kind of fall out into and so at the very bottom is uh, the much smaller number which is your customers and so you, the whole idea is that you want to fill your goal funnel with as much you know people of the, to expose them and get them aware to your brand and then move them through content on your website through blog comment or blogs and uh, and then on to ebooks and resources and services pages and then testimonials and then to your your you know your purchase pages so um you know people that figure out that formula are pretty 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 successful and it's a great way to use content to get customers rather than have to market and advertise and all that type of stuff so what you're saying is funnels are fun i love the internet exactly so so by explaining that to our listener it was more like turning the funnel upside down like a shotgun blast and saying go away customer it's all, it sounds all like marketing stuff, but like, I'll give you an example of who does this really well. You look at like Constant Contact, right? Like an email service provider. You, yeah. you, you read a lot of, you know, you see white papers that they'll produce. You'll see blog posts that they'll produce. If you search for like how to do email marketing, you'll see their guides and stuff. And as you see their guides, you're like, huh, it's an interesting product. And the next thing you know, you're subscribed to uh, Constant Contact to do your email marketing. And it's because they created this, you know, this path for you um and Absolutely. it might be you know I, I so i hope it wasn't all a mumbo jumbo no not at all i mean i mean it would it would be kind of similar to like <laughs> the the mailchimp t-shirt giveaway you know it's like those people who would probably wow cool i want to sign up for a t-shirt and then while they're there they wow oh email marketing i could sign up here and you know you're you're using the service for free and then before you know it you might just have to start paying for another service that they have and and may, maybe that yeah. free service is the top of their funnel to get just to get you in I know what you're saying. I get that. Yes. And that's a really popular model is like free to use and like unlimited like hooray. And then it's like pay to get more features. That's like a that's a okay. tried and true ironclad model that or funnel. 
mm-hmm. marketing fun for a lot of companies. I like Actually, iPhone games like that, where where it's like you you know you, you buy like a ninety nine cent game, and then if you want to you want to add on like or a, a free game, like yeah, a free game too. Hipstamatic is, is kind of that way, you know, where you want to you want to lens it up and buy some more film and stuff. It's like, did you guys know that in twenty ten about sixty percent of the games were paid, uh, forty were free, and now they've reversed it because they figured out that if you give the game away for free and then have the in app purchases, you'll make more money. So now it's sixty forty free paid, and they're making even more money. Awesome! Wow, that's incredible. It's just mind blowing, isn't it? U.S. economy loving it. Life. Um, <laughs> them and Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so see. Josh Broughton in the forum says, I do like that. Oh, wait, that I was do. you. <laughs> yeah. It says it. Right Jason there. was talking about being able to add a form block and have uh, and, and click storage. So um, I'm guessing oh, uh, yes. that, that's, you know, uh, that would be nice to be able to collect data without having to do integrations or, you know, things like that. Yes. Nice. Nice, and, nice. and being able to integrate seamlessly with things. With snippets like that and whatnot. Uh, well, I think we've kind of you know this has been an hour. I think it's been an exciting first live show. It's been an exciting ride. The first annual live semi-annual Squarespace show. We learned about browsers. We learned about. We learned about. We learned about um, high school funnels. websites. We learned about all varieties of funnels and upside-down funnels as well. <laughs> Much okay, like hang on. Before we sign off here, now the, the comments are starting to perk up a little bit. We yeah. got we gotta honor this a little bit. So Jamie's saying, do you use Google Analytics with your Squarespace site as well as Squarespace traffic overview? If so, yes. why? Yes, you do because uh, what Squarespace provides is 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 nice, but it's at a very summary level. And so, um, if you want to know who's interview, you know who's how people are getting to your site with which specific keywords and how to, uh, and then what they do afterwards too, and uh, all sorts of neat stuff. Uh, what goals you have on your website, like email signups and things like that, you'd want to oh. use uh, yeah. Google their, Analytics. Their traffic system, though, I will say Squarespace. Like if if I just want to see some quick stats, I still check Squarespace. Oh, God, yeah. But you know, when I want detailed, like you're saying, I'll, I'll go right into Google yeah. Analytics. But you know, Squarespace is pretty good. They got a good traffic system. Also, it's, it's so bad. pretty. Yeah. Um, it's always nice. To, it's always. Go ahead. One of the main one of the hey one of the main reasons I actually use Google Analytics is so um, my editors can see traffic information because that's something that Google really nails is being able to say hey Google hi we're a team let us use this information in a way that can help everybody. I think that's something Google's really gotten down that you can you know have custom you know layouts of traffic information that you can say okay. You know, editor X. This is your email. You can view this thing, so you can see, you know, all this data and understand everything that's going on. I think that's awesome. Yeah, it's nice to be able to create dashboards. And you know, again, the the, the most valuable feature of of or the 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 use of Google Analytics is to set up goals on your website. So if you have goals for you know, like uh, signups to your contact, the goal funnel an email signup list or just even like a blog comment. You should be measuring all of those because then as you roll out things to your website, then you can track how many people are commenting or how many people are yeah. are tweeting or liking or all of those things and not just say, oh, I think people like that anecdotally, but know for a fact because your traffic shoots up. So actually, those are the things that you want to look at. And actually there's another cool service. There's another one like it. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but there's a cool service called... Um, Go Squared, and I'm sure Alan knows its counterparts and others competing servers, and it's also really good. But Go Squared <clears throat> is great because they do offer a service like Google Analytics where they break down traffic, and they do a very good job of that. But what they also do is they provide real-time traffic information. So you can see someone comes onto your site, bam, you see them load onto the page. And then you can click yeah. them and see, oh, so they're in this country, they've got this browser, they've got this OS, they have this IP address, they're running this version of Flash, their screen is this big, they're, they give you so much information about that person, then you can see them travel along your site like, oh, now they went to this page, oh, now they're on a different tab, now they're back, oh, now they went to this page. You can open up a map and see all the different people on your site on a map. It's it's yeah. it's incredible you know, and, that, and that way, like when a big story hits for us, we can load up that and be like, Okay, now we can really understand. This is a good time to understand how people use our site and see where yeah. they go from where you they know, land. <laughs> with that too, Brandon, um, uh, uh, Jason in the comments is saying he's testing out Woopra, which is W-O-O-P-R-A. Woo! 
They're a cool analytics platform. So, Jason, we'd love to read more about what you're uh, using there. Um, um, so I actually, write a blog I actually, at some point. And then also, there's actually, a real-time Google Analytics that's coming out, which I'm testing yeah. the beta of right now. So, How is all it? that real-time stuff. It's actually really cool. Um, it's wow. it, You know, real real-time is nice for, like, seeing reactions to launches and stuff like that. But ultimately, like, you know, trends month over month, year over year are going to be much more... Um, meaningful in the long run but it is nice to have that little wow and creep like factor too um, yeah. for for in terms of real-time analytics stuff things um uh who was it jason um i'd fully recommend go squared it's the the application itself is wonderful it's pretty it's whatever but it's very fast um it's optimized for i think webkit browsers and firefox but it's it's a it's a great um it's it's a great service and I it's it's really nice to use alongside uh, Google Analytics. You know, there's a couple others out there too. Shane is saying that Lucky Orange it's in a beta right now with uh, also has uh, browser recordings, live chat, heat maps, polls, and and more, which is neat. That's uh, kind of like uh, another one, Clicktail, that's out there. And then also another real time analytics tool is Get Clicky, which has a, a spy feature, which is kind of a, the a play on. I well, I mean that's really what it is, right? You're just you're just looking there to to Google at at how popular your blog. Is. That clicky. Or your website. I just yeah, I just like the I just like the core concept of being able to have a, a popular article knowing a bunch of people are gonna come in and being able to then use that as a period of time where you can sort of see how people use your site. Not just here's my reports for the past hour and this is my most popular content. Like literally see them travel through your site and start to see different trends of where people go. Yeah, you know, if you have but it, using custom reports and custom segments, you can so much more deeper than in, yeah. into those types of insights than um, just any time a real type of uh, actions will be. You can just you can slice and dice your data any way you want. Like at uh, um, you know on sites that I have, I have people I can tell you how many people searched the word Squarespace versus WordPress that downloaded my ebook um, and how exactly. that has trended over time, mm. which is really you can, nice. a, you can mm. actually get down to the level where um, if someone visits your site. You can actually have um, – sorry, that was my phone. That was actually my service right now. Um, you have a service where actually if they visit your site, it sends a person to their door. They knock on their door. They say, hey, you're on the site right now. Can you fill out this little questionnaire? That was just a notification telling me someone, fit, someone finished filling out the questionnaire. It's been mailed to me. So that's another good service. It's called – Okay, uh, geek. <laughs> questionaries.com. should totally go check it out. No, don't go check it out. It's probably not even what I said it is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rant, if not a tirade, of uh, user informational data, informational feedback data, quantitative. You love your Google <laughs> Analytics, don't you, Alan? I don't use it. I don't know. I don't know how to use it. I just design <laughs> things. How do I do on Google Analytics? What's going on? I post things and I go looking. Hey, 11 people came and looked, or... Zero people came and looked, so then I just give up. <laughs> That's my marketing philosophy. I'll visit your site. I'll click. I'll click your link. I'll click your link. Alan. We'll swap links and we'll click each other's links, and hopefully by the end of the day, we can be higher up in Google. Yes. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, internet. Well, um, any other uh, any other forum questions? Anyone want to? Come on and give Chat. a shout out for their uh, thing that they do. All right. That's the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of Content Structure and Style, the unofficial Squarespace podcast. Submit your questions online at www.dnblu and we'll answer them on the next show. The best questions on each episode win Squarespace swag, such as stickers, t-shirts, or a Squarespace branded moleskin notebook. This has been Trevor Delaney. Find me at Hawk Creative or at Trevor Delaney on the Twitter. This has been Alan Hauser. You can find me on creativecomponent.com and ampersand Alan Hauser. That's an and, isn't it? It's an at yeah, symbol. Yeah, it is. That's fine. Sorry. That's fine. If you did and that, you wouldn't find Josh- me. Oh. No, you, you wouldn't be able to. It wouldn't work. And, the, and, and this has been Josh Broughton. You can find me at bigpicturewebcom and at JL Broughton on Twitter. And I'm Brandon Davenport from OKGeek.com. And make sure to check out um, a preview video for the new OKGeek OK at bit.ly.com or bit.ly slash new OKGeek. Okay
Sweet. Oh, and we need a pithy I ending. I get in there. Oh, <laughs> no one's gonna make it that far. <laughs> we gotta do our plugins again. With your ending again? Oh my god, really? Oh, I gotta remember that URL. What, you wanna record the ending again, thingy? Do we seriously have to? Uh, I'm just worried no. about it. We Come just on. broke the end of the funnel.